Thank you so much for listening today. If you loved this episode or it resonated with you, I encourage you to share it with a friend. It would mean so much to me or else share it on social media and tag me so I could personally thank you for helping me to get this message out so that we all can learn to embrace our imperfections. Because let's face it, we are all perfectly imperfect. Well, hello there, my friend. Welcome back. I'm so happy to have you here. Let's just start by reminding you that if you are resonating with these stories or you are enjoying this podcast, please make sure that you subscribe or click the subscribe button so that you don't miss any future episodes. As well, if you would do a girl a favor and give it a rating or even a review, that's how the podcast world gets it out so that more people will hear the message. On today's show, I want to talk to you about something that is very near and dear to my heart, something I have struggled with all of my life. What I was doing probably that actually made it worse and kind of how I've made changes to make it better. And that is the feeling of not being enough. Yeah, I'm going to let that sit there for a minute because I know for a fact that every one of us at one point or another has had that feeling. Feeling of enough is like a lack of confidence or self-doubt. It may be a moment of self-doubt or lack of confidence, or it could be a lifetime of that. I personally (sighs) suffered with that for years, years and years and years. And when I started kind of sitting down and taking a deep dive into where it all began for me, I think I can remember a story and I must have been in kindergarten or grade one. Yes, (laughs) that long ago, people. Um, I grew up in a very small town and my best friend was the girl next door. My parents built the house when I was nine months old. So basically, uh, she was born... 11 months after, when I was 11 months old, so two months after I moved into the house. So from the time that I lived in the house, she was born, right? Like I was there. So we basically grew up together. She was 11 months behind me, so she started a year behind me. And I can remember on our fir- her first day of school, I would get on the bus first, and then the bus stopped at her house and picked her up. And she excitedly got on the bus, and she came and she sat with me, and we were all excited. But then one of her cousins was like, hey, and he called her back to the back of the bus to sit with them. And she's like, hey, what about Marnie? I want Marnie to come back. And they called somebody else to come back and left me sitting at the front all by myself. And I totally felt like a reject. And my feelings were so hurt. And I remember her saying, calling my name or whatever, and but they were like, no, no, you know, Looking back at it now, I realize that maybe the guy wasn't just being a jerk. He was actually trying to help her meet other new people as well so that she could expand her friendships and expand her community, right? Maybe not such a bad thing. But when you're six, seven years old, you don't get it. So that's probably when it started with me. As well, I grew up with two older brothers, and let's face it, they don't always want to play with a little girl. So sometimes they would be playing with each other, and I'd want to play, and, you know, I'd get left out or whatever. Had me feeling like I wasn't enough. I was always trying to fit in. So what did I do to try to fit in? I oftentimes would change the way I was, or I would say what I thought they wanted me to hear. I would do what they thought they'd want want me to hear. I would do what I thought they would want me to do 
for example, my my middle brother and I were the closest because my oldest brother and I were five years apart and my middle brother and I were three years apart. And oftentimes he would only play with me if I played the games he wanted to play. Typical kid shit, but, you know, and then he always got to pick first. We would play dinky cars and he always got to pick the cars first so he'd get the best cars and what have you. Anyway, it just kind of all stemmed from there. So throughout my whole life, I started that routine of changing myself or adapting or trying to do whatever I could to fit in. But I always felt like I wasn't enough. And then as we get into adulthood, there's more things that are piled onto our lives and we are constantly questioning if we're doing enough. Um, When we're at work, we are questioning, are we getting enough done? Are we getting, putting in enough effort Will the boss be happy with what we're doing? Did the project results? Did I get the best thing? The performance reviews come up. And if you didn't get like all five stars or whatever the best ratings are, then you feel like you kind of failed a little bit. So you're again, am I enough? In high school or in school, when your grades, you're competing against your peers and you're like, am I? Did I do enough because I didn't get the top grade in the class and what have you? So it kind of stems from there. When we constantly feel like we're not enough, we constantly seek external validations because we have that lack of self-belief and we have the lack of confidence and we feel down on ourselves and we can't make ourselves happy. So we seek it elsewhere. And that's when we become people pleasers. And I often would do whatever it would, like I would go out with my friends and, you know, that's when you fall prey to peer pressure. Thankfully, I didn't fall too badly to peer pressure, but I didn't always make the smartest of decisions and did some stupid things just because, you know, everybody else was doing it. But the really bad things, thankfully, I was smart enough and strong enough of opinion to say no. And that was probably because of the way my parents raised me and set those values in that they were just strong enough that, no, I was willing to lose those friends because, well, they weren't, you know, really my people. I know that now. I think the feeling of not being enough can often tailspin into like major depressions or major anxiety and things like that. And then you can't talk about it because you're scared to talk about it or you have that feeling of shame, which just piles onto it. So you can see that it's a never ending loop of feeling like you're not enough. And as we become adults, as I said, and we get older and we start, we get married and we have kids, then we have all these different roles. So we're trying to be a wife, we're trying to be a mom. We're trying to be a businesswoman. We're trying to be, um, for those of us that are in the sandwich generation, I'm caring for young children, but I'm also helping caring for my aging parents. So we kind of have a double dose there. Um, and you find that you get stretched really thin. And what happens then is that you push yourself so hard that you tend to burn out. And that's what I had talked about in my last podcast episode, I pushed myself so hard trying to be the best I could for everybody else that I burned myself out. And that didn't get me anywhere. And seeking external happiness, well, you can't make everybody happy. It just doesn't feel well. And you, it kind of actually makes you feel worse, right? When you continually try to please everybody else, And you can't because, well, what somebody, it was actually a quote I heard in another podcast was, you can be the juiciest peach in the world, but there will always be somebody that doesn't like peaches. 
Isn't that cool? You can be the juiciest peach in the world, but there's always going to be somebody that doesn't like peaches. So whether somebody does or doesn't like you has to do with them and not with you. So what that means is that, for example, somebody might not like you just because of something you remind them of. Like, you know, you ever find somebody that you didn't like, that somebody did something that turned you off and they have this particular name. And the next time you meet somebody with that name, you don't, you don't like them instantly just because they have that name. They kind of like rub you the wrong way or they're wearing like this color that turns you off or they have a belief that you totally disagree with. Shouldn't matter because, you know, we all are entitled to our own beliefs, but you have that dislike for them. Trying to please everybody, it's kind of like setting yourself up for failure because you can't please everybody and then you're going to feel like you're not enough and it's just going to add to that feeling of not enough and make it worse. When I started digging deep into why do I feel like I'm not enough and I started to go back and think of those things and then I actually kind of rationally looked at that and like I said, Maybe he was looking at expanding her community. Uh, my brothers, well, clearly it was a boy-girl thing. It had nothing to do with me personally. I get it because I had a girl cousin, two girl cousins, and the one was a couple years younger than us, and we wanted to play, and she always wanted to be part of it because there was nobody her age, and it drove us nuts because she was always chasing us around. So my brothers probably felt the same way. Hello. Anyway, kids can be mean. <laughs> but my point of it is, is that when you kind of sit back and you think and you reflect, that why am I not enough? What's the story I'm telling myself? You'll realize that it has nothing to do with what those people are thinking of you. And I want you to ask yourself the next time you feel like you're not enough, did you show up and give it your all? Did you lead from or act from your heart? Because as long as you show up and you are authentically being you and you are giving it your all, that's all anybody can ever ask for you. You are a good enough mom. You are a good enough employee. You are a good enough wife. You are good enough to yourself. Well, that we can all use some work on. Really, you're doing your best. And that's all anybody can ask from you. As long as we're doing our best, then we are doing enough. Sure, there's always more work we can do. But why should we have that self-doubt about ourselves? We shouldn't. We are literally doing enough. What I also want to say is because when you're seeking that external validation, you're not going to necessarily get it. You're going to constantly be seeking it elsewhere, right? If you seek it somewhere and you don't get it there, you're going to go elsewhere and get it there. And you're going to go here and they're going to go there and you're going to constantly be trying things and constantly changing yourself. And when you're not being authentic and truly you, and you're trying to be something you're not, it's freaking tiring. It is so exhausting. You can't keep that up and then you burn out and then you have to take some time and then you go back and try it again and you're constantly unhappy and feeling unfulfilled. So what I want to say is that happiness is an inside job and I know we've all heard that and it's been said a lot these days, but it's really true. So next time you need to feel enough, I want you to seek internally and remind yourself of the reasons that you are enough. Instead of trying to make everybody else happy, look at making yourself happy. And by being your authentic self and being genuine and just being you, you will start to become happier. Do the things that you want to do for you. It's okay to say no sometimes. You don't have to do everything everybody else wants you to do. 
if somebody needs you, you don't always have to be there for everybody else. Sometimes we just don't have it in us to give, right? I experienced that when I was going through the grief period of, and the mourning period of when my fiance passed away. And I had a friend that needed my support. And she, you know, we were talking it out and everything and she kept asking, but they needed more and more and more. And I didn't have it to give. I literally didn't have it to give. So finally, I just had to come right out and say, look, I'm sorry, I want to be there for you. But right now, I don't have the energy to give to you. I need to pull in and focus on healing myself because I am raw right now. And you know what? They totally appreciated my honesty and my openness. And they stepped back from that. Did I lose them as a friend? Hell no, because they were my friend. And they actually respected me for the fact that I was being open and honest with them. So sometimes we just have to tell it like it is, call it real, be honest, be open, and actually take care of ourselves. Especially, like I said, the sandwich generation right now where you're caring for kids and you're caring for parents. It's really hard because I feel guilty because I can't always be there for my parents. But then I, if I'm there for them, I'm not necessarily there for my kids. So I kind of have to divide it and figure out what I'm doing best for each. You know, like my kids are younger. My parents are older. They have other people maybe that can help. And my kids, I brought them into the world. So it's on me to kind of take care of them until they get to a certain age and then they can start taking care of themselves. My third point was you can't please everyone. So I give you permission to say no. It is so freeing when you will actually take the time for yourself and you say no and you just... Be honest and open and real for yourself. You take back that time you need. Maybe you need more time with your partner, but because you've been out helping everybody else and doing everything for everybody else and trying to be that best employee, working all those extra hours, and then you come home and you're trying to be a good mom, so you take care of the kids and you go, 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 and you play and you cook and you do all those things, and then when the kids go to bed, you're too exhausted to even have any time with your partner. You kind of brought that on yourself in a way because you're trying to please everybody else and you're doing everything from everybody else and burning yourself out. So stop, say no, and remember, please yourself first. Take care of you because you're all you got. If you burn out or if you're constantly sad, then you won't be enough. You won't be there to take care of your kids and you won't be there to take care of your aging parents, right? And then where will we be? So my words of encouragement for you guys is to show up authentically real as much as you can for yourself. Lead from the heart and don't be afraid to say no. And just be you. For an example of a story that I had wanted to share and I totally forgot about it because I got talking and sometimes I get on a rant in case you didn't notice, um, was that when I first started sharing my health and wellness journey on social media, Because I didn't feel like I was enough and I lacked that confidence and it really scared the shit out of me to put myself out there. Going outside of your comfort zone is where you're going to get the best results. I pushed myself to do it. But then I was looking at everybody else and the people that I thought were successful or whatever and I was trying to model them and try to be like them. And did that work for me? No. What did it do? It made me feel worse because it wasn't me. It wasn't who I am. And I was trying to, I I don't even want to go into the details of exactly the type of person I was trying to be, but it just wasn't somebody that was me. Like I was looking at people that were super fit and, you know, super gorgeous and just, and I'm not saying, well, I'm, I'm fit and strong in my own way, but I will never be a size zero, for example. And 
I don't believe I'm the popular one and stuff like that. And maybe that's part of the, I'm not enough, but what have you. When I looked at it, those those people, while they said things and, and I looked up to them, I didn't look up to them because of the things that I was trying to replicate that they were doing. I just figured that was the secret sauce in being successful and that I was doing it to do that. But what happened was, as you heard in the last episode, I ended up burning out because I was just doing everything to the extreme. I was doing things that I couldn't keep up with and I wasn't being me. I wasn't following my heart and I wasn't listening to who I was. And all that did was make me feel like even more like I wasn't enough, even more like I was failing and not showing up and not doing enough and not just being there. And it was those times that I actually just talked from my heart and I acted like myself. I would go live on Facebook and I would speak from my heart and I would just speak from my mind like I do on my podcast. Those were the times that I actually got the messages from people saying, wow, that really inspired me. I'm going to do this today. Or you've helped change my life. Uh, Or I want to work with you. That's when it worked for me. Because that's when I was showing up as me and just being me and I was making myself happy and they could sense that happiness and they could sense that confidence and they actually were my people and they liked who I was. People could tell when you're not being real and they don't want to be a part of that, right? Nobody wants to be around a fake person, somebody that's lying all the time because if they're not being themselves, technically they're lying, even though it's not the same thing as an outright lie, they're lying to themselves and they're lying to you in a sense, because you'll never know who they really are. And maybe you'll become friends with them or follow through with them or whatever, but eventually they won't be able to carry on that act anymore. And you'll realize who they really are. And you may not jive with that person. So really, we all have nothing to gain from trying to be something we're not. And that is just a way of trying to seek that external validation that we are enough. Instead, we need to go inside and realize that we, as long as we're giving it our all, as long as we're being truly genuine and we're taking care of ourselves and we're looking after our happiness and we're taking care of our family and we are not maliciously out to hurt anybody, then we're doing enough. Your best is enough. That's all you can do. That's all you have to give, right? And that's all you owe. You don't owe anybody any more than your best and your truly heartfelt, most authentic self. And on that note, have a good day. Thank you so much for listening today. If you loved this episode or it resonated with you, I encourage you to share it with a friend. It would mean so much to me or else share it on social media and tag me so I could personally thank you for helping me to get this message out so that we all can learn to embrace our imperfections. Because let's face it, we are all perfectly imperfect.